I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. You can follow him on Twitter at Scoop B from Respect Magazine. He's appeared on NBA TV and the like. Let's bring him on the program that talks of NBA. Brandon, my man, how are you? Living the dream. How you guys doing? Well, we're fine. Yeah, we are fantastic. So why don't we start off with uh, some of the biggest news in the NBA, and it's it's a Steph Curry injury. Do you have any concerns or worries? He's had some of these injuries in the past in terms of kind of not feeble, but he's just a, he's just a guy who doesn't have as much meat on the bones, and uh, he seems to sometimes be more susceptible to these kinds of injuries. Well, I pray that it doesn't ruin Christmas, man. Christmas is pretty close, and you, we want to see that uh, annual final annual final rematch between uh, the, the Golden State Warriors and uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. But yeah, it, it, it is a, a tough injury, and um, you know all reports come out that it will sideline him for at least two weeks. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And you're right, injuries haven't been as friend. I remember uh, earlier in his career uh, with the Warriors, a buddy of mine was actually uh, a member of the Warriors and Charles Jenkins, and um, he started at point guard a lot. I remember the lockout shortened season, and um, I remember just nobody having the expectation that he would be who he is now. It's interesting to see six years later what, what, what has transpired, but I think with an injury like that to Steph Curry, you, you got to let him rest. You got to you got to handle him with with kid gloves because um, in the long haul, you know you you want him to 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 propel that team. But I, I think in his absence, you you have a Kevin Durant who. Man messed around and got a triple double. So hopefully, you know he'll be able to 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 withstand it. And hopefully, the Warriors, um, who are a uh, second seed in, at twenty and six, uh, eight and ten in their last, or excuse me, eight and two in the last ten, will will be able to to, to handle their own. Yeah, I would. Uh, from a fan point of view, from an artistic point of view, of course, you want to see Steph Curry out there. But from a Warriors point of view. I mean, you know, just next man up, and the next man up is another all-star, another great player, another Hall of Famer to be. Uh, I can't believe they're terribly worried uh, on any level, except that let's let's be careful. Let's get them back when, when the time is due. Kind of like what's going on in San Antonio. I mean, I think they took a long time and are taking a long time to bring back Leonard. That's, I assume, 
uh, for a lot of reasons, one of which is is precautionary. Let's just make sure he's really healthy when he gets back. I'm sure that's going to happen with with Golden State with Steph Curry. I mean, when you talk about being worried, I mean, listen, wouldn't your parents be worried if a a fine piece of china fell on the floor off the top shelf? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying they're not worried about his health. I'm saying they're not not worried about going forward for a little while without him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I and I think to the point about the Spurs, I think the Spurs, the the, the great insurance policy that they they got, I believe, wasn't getting picking up Rudy Gay and you know and kind of just coasting uh, throughout the course of the early part portion of the season. They're a third place team, but they're in a very tough Western Conference. But um, I think rather you get these injuries out of the way earlier. Right. Then later on, you know, come February, come March, they're prevalent later. And uh, I think the, the Spurs are being prudent in, in, in resting Kawhi. Now, we all keep hearing that now, oh boy, now soon, sooner is coming. You know, winter is coming in Game of Thrones, and sooner is coming with Kawhi Leonard that uh, he, he's, he's a lot closer than he's been in a lo- you know, ever all along. What's your sense of that? Is he closer, close? When's he, when are we going to see him play again, do you think? Well, I hope Christmas maybe comes early. I mean, the guy hasn't played um, since the Western Conference uh, Finals, I believe. It was, it was, it was it, it, I, yeah, like wow, like that was that took gall for them to, to to do that when you know they could have maybe you know let him play. But you know, I think that for for Kawhi, I I, I get it. I mean, he's twenty six years old. Um, and I think that, you know, you, you think those guys could just fight off those injuries with no problem. Um, but I think a joy is to see Tony Parker come back at 35 years old um, and, 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 and help the Spurs. Again, I call these guys the old YMCA team that has a couple of young bucks that they drafted. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that um, – I think that uh, you're giving guys like Lamarcus Aldridge a chance to to to, to gel uh, with Tony Parker. You're you know I consider the Spurs the New England Patriots of the NBA, and I think that um, they are really rested themselves to combat with um, a Golden State Warriors team, who you know at times to me could be a little silly this season. And uh, but I also think that's because they're comfortable with each other, and I think that you know you're saving Kawhi, who's Charles Barkley has often said the best two-way player in the NBA. You want your two-way player in the NBA um, to, to be on point. He's your sniper on, on, on Halo. When I was in college, I played Halo. You want your guy at tip-top shape, and I think that that's what they're doing. I think they're resting him and getting him right. The Boston Celtics have the best record in the NBA. Are you surprised, Scoopy? Yes, um, because I think that the that many people thought that after Golden State – or excuse me, after Gordon Hayward, too many G's. Gordon Hayward got um, hurt that those guys wouldn't have been able to uh, sustain uh, and, and do well. But I'm not surprised at how well Brad Stevens has kept those guys um, intact. I think that the, the key to the whole machine is the fact that Kyrie Irving has been playing like Cleveland Cavaliers, Kyrie Irving times 20. Um, and I think that the biggest thing is leadership. I also think the emergence of, of, of Jalen Brown, who we saw do well in the playoffs last year, and you knew he was going to be special. You know, and then you have core guys like Marcus Smart. You know, you, you have Morris. You have you know those guys. So I think the Celtics remind me of a Nets team uh, way back, maybe 15 years ago, who got Jason Kidd and surprised people. I mean, you had Jason Kidd throwing or rolling basketballs like a bowling ball to Lucius Harris on a fast break. 
And uh, I think that this team reminds me so much of that team. They're fun to watch. They're young. And um, they're not new to this. They're true to this. But, you know, I've said throughout the course of the season so far with you guys that I think the top teams in the East are the Wizards, the Celtics, and the Cavaliers. The Wizards need to start playing like it. Uh, But there's still a lot of basketball left to play. And um, I think the Celtics are entertaining to watch. Does Derrick Rose, do we need to put a bell on him or a tracking beacon of some kind? He goes MIA last season. This season he goes on some sort of uh, self-imposed exile. What's going on with Derrick Rose? I think he's frustrated. I I, I spoke on another show in Philadelphia about this uh, a couple weeks ago. I said that um, he's loyal, and he also um, is a guy who the very thing that he loves – is not always his friend, and that's basketball. You know, basketball is his escape. How would you feel if your voice box or your fingers were gone? You couldn't talk on radio and you couldn't type anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in his case, you know, I think Derrick Rose, his Achilles heels is he loves his city of Chicago, and he loves basketball. And uh, Chicago, he's not a bull anymore, and um, he's also not home anymore. Chicago's home, but also – Basketball has just consistently uh, not been his friend over the years with injuries. And, and I think that um, if Derek is smart at a young age, he goes back to the team, A, because he gets money, he can continue to get a cash flow, and B, um, he'll still get his Adidas check and his Cleveland Cavaliers check. But in addition to that, there's a legitimate chance that a Cavaliers team who was 10-0 and 0 in their last 10 uh, could potentially win a championship. And uh I think that would cement him um, as a guy that's a winner, a guy that's a former NBA MVP. Um, I would stick it out. You know, it's not how you start; it's how you finish. Finish strong. We're speaking with Brandon Scoopy Robinson from Respect Magazine. And Brandon, does this recent winning streak by the Cleveland Cavaliers change the mindset in terms of what they want to do with that Brooklyn pick to potentially add some more reinforcements uh, to the chase for the title this season? I'm not sure. Um, I think that the the Cavaliers' book this season is still being written, um, particularly because um, they're playing so well with LeBron at the point guard position. Um, J.R. Smith, um, LeBron have this connection, as well as, you know, shooter, shooter, shoot, Kyle Korver, um, et cetera. But I think the biggest part of the whole puzzle is um, what happens in the new year when, when Isaiah Thomas comes back. Um, I think there's going to be a gelling period that's going to take place. I was telling someone the other day, um, any LeBron James-led team, uh, before the All-Star break, either um, they they struggle a little bit and then come back after the All-Star break and they do well, and then they start to figure it out in March and April. So you figure if 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 uh, Isaiah Thomas comes back, you know, after the All Star break and they start playing, there's going to be a bit of a, 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 a connection period they're going to need, and then they're going to click on all cylinders in April. So I would envision that if Derrick Rose comes back and is is, is con- contributing, um, and then you have Wade and his leadership as well as basically coming off the bench and being their Ron Harper to their to a Michael Jordan, if you will, so to speak. I think. Um, I think that the Cavs have what they need in order to be successful. Um, but I believe that if they want to make a deadline trade deadline pick, obviously you're going to want a point guard uh, that can spell uh, a point guard in some minutes and, and be, as well as be an insurance policy in case 
uh, Isaiah Thomas and his hip doesn't hold up. So, I mean, I believe that there's a, a, a carrot that you can dangle in, in front of the rabbit's face. But, um, obviously, a point guard to spell LeBron in minutes would, would be ideal because I think um, LeBron needs some time to kind of move back to the small four position and just score in volumes and not have to run back on defense run the tempo of the offense, but I also think LeBron just enjoys that that whole process, too, you know, so it'll be interesting to see what Cleveland does. What's your take on the entire uh, ball family saga uh, with Lonzo, you know, playing to mixed reviews, granted, very early in his career out in Los Angeles, and the old man popping off at every part, uh, at every stop, and now the two younger balls perhaps never dribbling a basketball in college. I know it's a soap opera, but it's the Kardashians of the NBA, but you are of of basketball, I should say. Do you shake your head, or can you crack that code for us? I think that marketing um, is everything. I I think uh, I've, I've used this analogy often, the NBA has become the WWE of basketball, and we care more about storylines um, than we do the actual game. And I think that um, I think that for the Ball family, they figured it out because where we are in sports, politics, society, we often consider it the intersection between. You know, I think that how he handled how Lavar Ball handled that situation with Donald Trump was nothing more than taking a rat's national size of publicity and creating a, a, a rat hole in the wall and, and, and it exploding. Um, I think that they're smart in how they're handling it, but I also think that it's basically folks who are everyday working people don't want to hear all that yelling. And I think that um, as Lonzo was going through the draft process, I, I, I compared LeVar and Lonzo to the rapper and the rapper's manager, almost like good cop, bad cop. Um, the first show that I did with you guys, I, I, I referenced Jay-Z. And um, one thing about Jay-Z is when he was early in his career, he had a manager named Damon Dash. And uh, Damon Dash was the loud, rambunctious manager. Jay was kind of the quiet guy. But really, Damon was speaking for Jay. And I think that for, for, for LeVar, LeVar takes a lot of pressure off his sons as they're growing. And I think that um, that pressure that he takes off of them is just by being loud and rambunctious, but also managing his own brand. I mean, for me, I may be a managing editor in Calumet Service Respect Magazine, but Scoop B and Scoop B Radio is the brand that I have, and I, and I get what he's doing. And so today's society, you have to have your working you know, nine to five, and you also have to have your personal brand. And I think that for people uh, who don't understand that, you're, you're getting a master class in, you know, what, what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. And uh, I think it's smart, but everybody's not going to agree with it, but everything is not for everybody. What's, what's your early assessment on the Ball brothers as, and where will the Ball brothers be five years from now? Well, if you're listening to uh, LeVar, they're all going to play for the Lakers. Um, <laughs> right. I, 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 Lonzo, I mean, I, I think the, the Lakers are, are, are at 11 and, uh, I believe 11 and 15, um, in the NBA's Western Conference. And, you know, it, it's still very early. I do believe that the Lakers, um, could slide into an eighth seed. It, it, you know, I think their first test, um, just to get amongst Lonzo's peers comes tonight, uh, in Philadelphia, uh, playing against the 76ers. That'll be an entertaining game to watch, but, Excuse me, they're eight and fifteen on eleventh in the in the NBA's Western Conference. But um I think that um 
for the brothers, I, 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 it's too early to really um, preconceive who's what and where's where. Um, but I've, I've um, been in company with all four of those guys, Lonzo, LeVar, LiAngelo, and uh, LaMelo, and they're nice gentlemen. I think that one thing that gets lost in the translation with um, the, the the brother that got in trouble is the fact that, you know, he's a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think he made a stupid decision uh, and, and whatever happened out in China, and he paid for it. You know, my mom used to tell me all the time, your reputation precedes you, and I think that um, it's a learning experience. And I think that at the end of the day, winning cures all. Just like if Lonzo and the Lakers make it to the, make an AC, people will forget about all the things that happened earlier in the season. And it'll be a great testament to just staying focused and sticking to the game plan. Um, but, you know, it's still very early, and, and, and those guys got some things to sort out. And they have a reality show on Facebook to run, so we'll all be watching. Brandon, I want to thank you so much for coming on the program this week, as you do every other week uh, on Butt of the Man Show. We really appreciate your insight, my man. And honor, man. Sorry about last week. I was running back from Atlanta, but I'll be on every bi-weekly. I appreciate that. Uh, man, always with the hustle. Uh, Scoop B is always traveling everywhere, so appreciate Scoop that. Scoop Radio. Overtime. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.